Welcome to Making Sense of Parenting. This show is dedicated to helping parents change chaos, confusion, and struggle into calm, clear connections with their kids, all in a way that aligns with their faith. Hey there, I'm your host, Kelly Shoup, helping you navigate the bumpy road of raising kids. Let's dive into today's topic. Are you controlling or creating connection in your everyday interactions with your kids? And if control was the word that resonated with you more so than creating connection, it's okay. Today, we're diving into control or creating connection, and what is the cost to you as the parent? What is the cost for your kids when we try to control? And what does the cost look like now with your young kids? And what does that cost look like 10 years from now, 20 years from now? And I can relate. I'm a mom of three teenagers, and so I absolutely understand that that tendency for moms to want to control all the stuff that goes on with our kids. But today we're gonna talk about what that control costs and it costs us connection that lasts for a long time and a few things that we can do to change it. Okay, if you have just landed here, you're just finding me. I'm Kelly Shoup. I have been in the parenting space for over 20 years. I have three teenage kids. I am also a pediatric occupational therapist, know a lot about child behavior and parenting. I operate from a framework of the body up, science, and also my faith that framework, that foundation of how God created humans to grow and develop the ages, the stages. What does that look like with a healthy, developing child? When did the changes take place? Why in the world did something that was working yesterday for bedtime routine not work today? So this is where my expertise is, is knowing, you know, again, the flow and the way that God designed humans to be, understanding what that looks like in a child, understanding science-wise what the body is made up, all the systems and the stuff, what goes on in our brain to have that behavior come out of a child and how a parent reacts to it. And also the faith part of it is encouraging and inviting grace into all of it, knowing that God's original design for a human was not perfection, was not a perfect model intentionally. So we would need him. So whenever I help parents, I am operating from grace that God has given me for that day to show up with this particular family. So I'm often encouraging parents, how have you invited the Lord and grace into your parenting each day, every situation. 
because we are called for community and we need that help from the Lord to help us parent well. Okay, controlling, controlling, controlling. Again, if you have landed here, I can so relate to this because I understand that as moms, we have so many different things that we are keeping track of. This was God's design. He created females to be able to, with every cell in our body that is stamped female, we are able to keep track of so much stuff that Tommy needs new soccer cleats. And here's what the lunch menu is at school. And here's what's got to happen tomorrow. And here's who needs a dentist appointment next week. All of that, we have the capability as moms to keep up in our head or have it on a calendar, but we've got it all in there and we're keeping track of all of it. So our natural tendency is to control all of it, but that doesn't get us to where we want to go in regard to that connected community, communicating well with our kids as they grow and develop and turn into adults. And so you know that I'm super intentional, passionate on a mission for moms to get connected with their kids, connected in those young ages. As moms, as women, as females, we have the ability to understand so many things and keep so many things, like keep so many tabs open in our brain, like if we are a computer, but... In regard to our kids, control with all those tabs is not going to get us where we want to be to that connected place, cohesive, understanding, loving, caring. Okay? So as females, we operate a lot out of our body. So the male, we know, is that head. He's the thinker, decisive, all these different things. And again, I operate always from both that body approach and that mind and theological approach also. But so for women, we're, we're that heart. We're the heart of our family. We're the heart of our home. We have that heart in our body. And so I want you right now to take a couple deep breaths and to really tune into how you are feeling in your body when I talk to you about the different components or different aspects of being controlling with your kids. Because when I do this exercise with moms, and again, I help moms multiple times a week with this issue of control, but when they can tune into what their body is saying, about being controlling, it does not feel good in their body. And so I just want you to be aware, there's no judgment here, there is no, um, all you will find is grace. So I just, whatever I do, I want it to be helpful for you in your parenting journey, helpful for you connecting with your kids. So just really kind of feel and and I just be curious about what your body is telling you as I'm talking to you about the components of control versus creating connection. Okay, so that first one of control is reactive. So if parents are 
operating out of that control, a lot of times they're very reactive versus proactive. Control is action born from fear. So we are not, we know this from the Bible. We are not to fear. We are not to be afraid. I think the Lord said it in the Bible 365 times at least, if not more. That tells us every single day, do not be afraid. We are not to operate from fear. We are to operate from love and trust. Is it easy? No. Again, just awareness. Fear has us operate from a contracted, a constricted, a minimizing, a, you know, kind of tamping down of a child's behavior. And this can be very, um, again, it almost, it causes kids to fight harder, to fight back harder, to push back, to throw a bigger fit because it's working against their God-given tendency to have autonomy and choice and independence. And so a lot of times it's this push-pull of a parent and a child because the parent is coming from that control and the child was designed by God for choice. They want to have a say in their life. They want to be able to pick their pajamas. They want to say in what shoes they wear, or if they have to eat all their broccoli. And so when parents are controlling them, here's what you wear, here's what you do, here's you have to eat everything on your plate. And they are not conditioned to be little robots. They're not. God did not make them to be little, constantly commanded to little people. They are wired. God created them to want their own independence, to want a choice, to want a say, to live from their uniqueness because they are different than their siblings, different than us in all of the systems of their body. So when we are trying to control them, constrict them, contract them, it feels constricting and contracting to me. And so Sometimes I won't know with my own kids how it's registering with them because they might not be reacting. They might be in another room, actually. I could be yelling at them, do this, don't do that, pick up this, go here, do this. And I can feel it in my body when I am operating from that control. And it doesn't feel natural to me. And so it's a heads up to me. Like, I need to step back and think, what's going on here? And a lot of times it's not with my kids. That fear is coming from me. What am I afraid of? Am I afraid that I'm not parenting good enough? Am I afraid that I'm not raising a kid who's going to be a functioning adult? Am I afraid I'm going to have a child who is disrespectful and unmannerly? Am I afraid that if I don't have a child who is doing all these chores, they're not going to be able to make their bed and put away their dishes when they're in college. A lot of the stuff that moms do, we're operating from this fear of something. And so again, just be curious. What is it? What, how, why am I being so controlling when they're four? What, what is that? So when I'm controlling 
I'm being outcome dependent. So I'm looking for a very specific result, a very specific outcome to happen. And what I encourage parents is to step back and to operate from just the entire experience. Because when we're raising kids, so much of it is the journey. It is the process. I understand our, or again, natural tendency, we want the result. Okay, I told you to do this. I want you to do it. I want you to do it now. And I want it to look like this when it's done. So it's shifting our mindset a little bit to, okay, it's not about this one result being perfect when they do this one thing at the end. It's actually about this entire journey of how did we get, how do we go for getting our clothes on to getting to the door, out the door for school. Okay. Control uses consequences to influence the behavior we want from our kids versus inspiring. And I see this, I can spot this a million miles away. I will talk to a child and very quickly they will tell me, well, if I, no, I don't do, this happens if I do that. And if the, and then if I do that, yep, this is how this is taken away or no, I can't do that. And again, we want to operate from the goal of connecting with our kids. And so it's less about the consequences and more about inspiring good behavior that we want in a positive way. With control, with our kids, we are often trying to prevent something bad from happening. So this is why we're trying to control. And oftentimes I will say, what if that does happen? Like we have this fear of an outcome or a feeling of what an outcome might be. A, it really might not happen. We're worrying about something that isn't going to happen. And if it does, it might not be that bad. So when I can help parents understand, again, we're going to come from a neutral place like, okay, that meltdown, did it hurt anybody? It took two more minutes. What if you just let that meltdown happen instead of trying to control every aspect of this situation? What if we just let it, let it happen? Let's just see. But that control is like, ooh, I'm trying to prevent every single wrong thing that could happen all day with all of my kids, every situation, all the time. Do you see how draining and exhausting that is? And moms, I want you to know that the message that we get from society, from the world today, is telling us, is supporting, is reinforcing that control behavior and mentality, but it is not what we are wired for. It is not what God would call us to operate from. So controlling, it feels confining. It feels constricting. It feels limiting. feels limiting in my body. It also feels constricting and confining to your kids. Again, this is why they're going to fight it because they don't like it. Control is operating from the should, I ought to, have to, need to. My kids should be able to sit through mass for an hour and not fidget. My kids should be able to 
sit quietly for four hours at Thanksgiving dinner with their grandparents and not complain and not move around and not be, you know, disruptive. Should, ought to, have to, need to, these are all control. And we're going to give you the alternative. Okay. I also want to tell you that the shoulds, the ought tos, the, this is another message that is in the world today. And it's because of technology. It's because we are much more sedentary than we have ever been. And so a lot of times I will have parents find me and they're saying, you know, gosh, the preschool teacher is saying that my young child needs to be evaluated and medicated because my little boy doesn't sit or stand in line as quietly as the three other girls that are right next to him as far as in line because of alphabetical order. And so should a three-year-old little boy be able to stand completely still? No, that would not be how God designed a three-year-old's little growing, maturing, developing body. And he for sure does not have the mental capability to completely control his body. Some boys do it beautifully, but most of them do not. And it's, it would not be what I would encourage in them because that movement, that mobility, agility, posture, moving, balance, bending, reaching, all of that actually helps academically. It helps our brain. And so again, this is a message that has changed as, um, as technology and things have changed. And so that also I'm able to speak into with parents and say, you know, they should be able to do this. Actually, no, they shouldn't. This isn't how God designed that stages and ages of development for a child never looked like this until 2022. And that might not be the best. So trying to control is sometimes it's just not the best. Okay. So what does creating connection look like? Why am I so passionate about creating connection? Because I want you to have fantastic, loving relationships with your kids that will last throughout their lives. So I have at least three to five times a week, I have an older parent, grandparent, somebody that I'm interacting with in a school field, some way every week that says, oh my goodness, I needed you so much when my kids were growing up, or I needed you 10 years ago when those teenage years were just so horrific in my house. And so the reason I'm telling you that connection matters so much is that that framework is being built now with your young kids who are in your presence and in your household and in your family right now. And so when they're 25, you can't get that back. So God designed children from those ages of three to eight. They are in love with their parents. You matter so much how you interact with them, how you talk to them, what you notice about them. 
This is the age and the stage where they are forming that connection with you. And I will have parents say all the time, no, we're just, I'll handle it when they're a teenager. Like I'm, I'm not good with this young age, but when they're a teenager, that isn't the age and stage that God created them to be connecting to you. They're actually separating from you because they're about to be an adult. So they're separating from you and parents are trying to connect and it's a disconnect. It's not the right time, right? So when we go with the flow of how God designed us to be, it is the easiest for the kids, for the parent, for that connectedness of your family. And I am all about ease. I do not want to make it one ounce harder for you parents than it can be. I promise I do not. So I want all the stuff working for the easiest way for you to connect with your kids. So as females, we are wired to create, right? We are the ones for that connection more so than the male. Why? Because we carried that child in our body. We are so connected already to it. So God designed us to have that connection. So when we operate out of it, it feels the best in our body. It feels expansive. It feels abundant. And that feels good to a child. And so oftentimes I will ask a mom, how does this feel to you in your body right now? When we're discussing this situation, you can choose to deal with it in a controlling way or from a connecting, creating way, which one feels better? Almost 99% of the time, they're like, oh, well, if I really listen to like my muscles and my body and what it's saying, it is saying that connecting way is going to be the best approach in how to deal with this situation with their child. So listen to your bodies, moms. They help us. Again, this was God's design for females to help our kids. Okay, creating connection feels open, expansive, abundance. It's action based on what you want, not what you don't want. A lot of times parents are thinking, what do you mean here? Like it's knowing and inspiring instead of punitive consequences of what we don't want, we are inspiring in a positive way what we do want. And that again is two different approaches. We are acting and we, when we are creating connection, we are acting out of love, play, fun, desire. That is a very different feeling, a very different mode of operating. And children pick up on it so quickly. They can tell the difference. And so when we operate from love and playfulness and teasing and meeting them right where they are, kids respond to that so fast in the best way. And again, kids from these young ages they are not wired to fight their parents. They don't have a natural tendency in these young ages to do, to go against their parents. It's actually the opposite, but they want to respond to parents who are responding to them in a way that is more open from play and love and desire and abundance and expansiveness. Okay. Creating connection looks like enjoying all of the process, 
not just the result, that we're good with all of it. And we can have patience in all of it. And we understand that this is going to be a little bit more frustrating for one child and that this child is unique in this way. And so it's going to take them a little bit longer or they might not be able to tolerate this particular thing like one of your other children does. And so when we're creating connection, we know those differences in our kids. So there isn't an expectation that one child is going to behave exactly like the other one. We're like, okay, we get it. This is a journey. This is this is not a short, thin line. It's actually a really wide, winding, up and down road, the whole journey of parenting. And so we, when we understand that, again, it's like, okay, we can operate from that place of there's lots of stuff that goes on here and I can create connection with my child lots of different ways. And there's not one way that has to be that perfect linear one set way. There just isn't. So the sooner parents accept that, okay, I've got different kids, different ways. There's lots of different ways. They feel so much better. Creating connection is intentional and it's responsive. And so, and it's also proactive. So it's knowing yourself. It's awareness of, okay, this is who I am. This is how I operate the best. This is what's on the agenda today. These are all the moving pieces for all of the kids and all of the stuff that we have to do. How am I going to get a strategy to set up my day so I can be creating connection with each of my kids in the morning, get them off to a good day and not wind up controlling and reacting and being oppressive and confining to them. And moms, it looks like just being intentional, having a little bit of pregame in the morning. For me, it's early morning and it takes place with prayer time. Like God, you got to help me. Look at all these parts today. Look at all the moving pieces. Look at how so-and-so's feeling. They Their sinus infection is getting, it's all that stuff. But just a little bit of pre-planning makes the biggest difference in how you can connect with your kids. And it matters. It matters. And it plays out 20 years down the road. If you remember nothing else from me, remember this. It does cost you if you were operating from that control. It costs you 20 years down the road because you're going to want that connection with your kids. And maybe they're grown. Maybe they live on both coasts. And you're thinking, I don't know why they don't live right next to me. But if you were controlling every single aspect of their life from four to 24, they're out. They're like, no, I always wanted to pick. I wanted some say in my life. But mom was, nope, she had control of every single decision, every single thing, and they don't like it. So it it matters. It matters. Do it now. Okay. How do you feel? I just want to check in and ask, what, what is that feeling? What feels better to you? The creating connection through expansion, through a little bit of pre-planning, through not operating out of fear, usually it feels so much better to moms. 
Now, I understand if it feels weird. You're like, well, I liked all that, all the stuff that you talked about as far as connection, but it didn't feel familiar. And this is incredibly common. And so I want parents to know that the shifts that I help them make a lot of times, and again, I'm also a mindset coach. So a lot of this comes from a thought of, okay, instead of doing this, I'm going to think this. And we operate from that thought. But it's understanding that we, it takes a little bit to get more comfortable with operating from that connection instead of control. And that that's okay. Give yourself that ability to have grace and space and time to say, okay, I'm going to try something new in how I show up for my kids. And it might feel a little weird in my body, a little uncomfortable, a little unfamiliar, but it will have huge impact. And so often what happens with parents is they're like, okay, I get it. I'm controlling. Here are three things I'm going to do in the next week to be more about connecting instead of control. And so a couple days in, they're like doing great, totally changed. And then the kids are like, oh, wait, what? And so the kid's behavior, will test it, we'll test those boundaries. Again, all normal human behavior from those kids who are just trying to figure it out. What's mom doing? All this stuff looks weird. She used to be so in my business and controlling everything. And now what? Wait. And so a lot of kids, they're like, okay, something feels different. That change can cause a child to feel like kind of unsafe, kind of on alert. What's going on? What's going on with mom? So it's, it's parents understanding this is all normal. So when we're trying to shift from that control to creating connection instead, there's a little bit of upheaval. It feels uncomfortable to mom. It feels kind of weird to the kids. It feels kind of, you know, just um, disruptive a little bit. Everything's kind of bumpy. We were all smooth. Mom was controlling every single aspect of everything. And now it feels a little bit out of control. So just know that's normal for a couple weeks until everybody's like, okay, this is a new way we're going to operate from. Again, with the intent to be connected and to create that connection with our kids that's going to last for a lifetime. So I have lots of different ways that I help parents with this all the time. You don't have to do it alone. You don't have to struggle. Most moms feel hopeful and confident after spending an hour with me because they understand that this isn't a personal, unique to them thing. Again, that most moms, our tendency would be to be controlling. But when we understand, oh, God actually made us for more abundant, creating connection and community, then we can change that. And I can help you in so many different ways. Thanks for your time today. Did you like what you heard in this episode? If you did, please share it with a friend and be sure and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app. Reviews are always appreciated. As a reminder, my show is also on YouTube. In YouTube, search for Kelly K. Shoup. 
That's K-E-L-L-Y-K-S-H-O-U-P. Be sure to click the subscribe button and hit the bell for all notifications. To learn more about my work, helping families, or to contact me, go to kellykshoop.com. Again, that's kellykshoop.com. Thanks so much 